From the challenges of digital transformation, achieving excellence in a limited budget, driving meaningful innovation, building successful teams to proving the return on impact and investment, the 8020 podcast series covers all aspects of some of Africa's biggest and most interesting brands. Just correct me if I'm wrong, yeah? 15 years of service with the Rebridge Giants, ACB Nila, Hermes asked most of us as the Nile Breweries. He played such a pivotal role in building a stable portfolio of brands that saw NBL grow its market share. Um, throughout his career, Daniel has demonstrated his ability to successfully execute innovative marketing campaigns many of which have leveraged brands and led teams of character. That's why we feel like you're a natural fit to the age 20 podcast and to share his opinion on budgeting as we continue driving insights in the marketing ecosystem. It's me, Aggie Patricia, on the 8020 podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, with us today is Daniel Ogong, Head of Marketing, Stanley Bank Uganda. Welcome. Thank you, Aki. Um, maybe one, the only thing I would add to that profile is, <laughs> is um, I'm now heading marketing as Stambik Bank. Yes. Again, the leading bank uh, in Uganda. Mm. Um, been there two years now. How's that coming? It's a very different industry, um, very different from FMCG. Yeah. I would like to think it's a bit more complex, yeah. uh, selling a service yeah. um, than a product. Um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's been... Um, again, another learning curve, like, and that's what really, really keeps marketing exciting. Yeah. Every day is a new day. Um, you have to think out of the box. Uh, you could imagine how difficult it is to keep to make market banking exciting. Um, but I think we, as a bank, we've done some new exciting stuff. I think we've got the entire industry to sort of wake up and think differently about banking. Uh, we're getting into new exciting spaces. Um, that I think banks would have not thought about previously in Uganda at least. Yeah. yeah, so it's going well. Cool. Yeah. Cool, exciting. I'll just take <clears throat> you back to the days um, when I was an intern in your marketing department. I just remember being in utter shock at how much money brands spent <laughs> on each quarter. I'm like, oh my God. Um, you have for so long advised brands multi-billion budgets then. And forgive me if this sounds redundant, but how do brands allocate budgets? Yeah, so um, I think for me, it really comes down to your objective and what you're trying to achieve as an organization and obviously through your brands. Mm -hmm. um, yes, yeah, some organizations will just you know take a percentage of their revenue and say that's what you're allocating to marketing and therefore you work backwards and fit within that. Mm -hmm. But I've been lucky that the companies that work for, it always starts with having a clear business strategy and therefore also being clear in terms of what the market, the marketing team or all the brands are going to do to deliver on that objective. So you build your strategy, obviously coming out of that you have a very clear execution plan or task and execution plan and then you build your budget. So it's sort of a zero-based approach to budgeting rather than the other way around. So you build your budget from ground up and that's how you I believe budgeting should be done for brand uh, marketing as opposed to saying, here is a million dollars, yeah. you make it work. Without a reason. It just defeats the whole objective. Mm -hmm. um, but again, that starts with the organization being very clear mm -hmm. and convicted that 
brands have a role to play mm -hmm. in you know, sustaining their businesses over a long time. Uh, I mean, I talked about banking. Banking has always been about the numbers uh, and less about you know, building sustainable brands. Mm -hmm. And that is not changing because yeah. banks have now realized that just like in FMCG, uh -huh. people buy into a brand. Because yeah. there are many banks. I mean, in Uganda, we now have 25 banks. So, that, that didn't realize there's so many. <laughs> yeah, there's so many banks, and you could argue that the service we provide is, and products we provide are pretty much the same. Mm -hmm. You know, banking is banking, is banking, and account is an account, is an account. So, how do you start separating yourself from the bulk mm -hmm. of everyone out there? And it really comes down to, you know, having an appealing brand that resonates uh, with the customer, and then obviously you layer that with great service. Mm -hmm. um, and people are happy to even pay higher rates. They feel, you know, connect with this company. I get the service I want. Yeah. That's what we really were trying to change within within Stanbeck. Uh, it never used to be like that. Mm -hmm. But now there's a lot of emphasis on just building a brand. Because uh, that's what I believe in sustainers over the long term. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, to answer your question, mm -hmm. zero-based budgeting, build your budget from ground up. Yeah. And then as a head of marketing with your team, your job is to now pitch that to the board. To your board or to your MD, whoever you know, needs to sign that off. Mm -hmm. But in my 15, well now 17 years, mm -hmm. I've never had any resistance to that approach. Yeah. Because remember, you're first painting a clear picture mm -hmm. of what it is you want to achieve, how you want to support the business, to deliver on this objective. And then you obviously, around that, you build very clear outcomes mm -hmm. or measures of success. But you agree for most people it's a challenge to actually explain their budget. Ah, uh, then they shouldn't be in those roles, in my view. <laughs> but I don't, I don't understand why it should be a difficult thing. Because yeah. remember, it's you as built the strategy. Yeah. Yeah. It's you as built the whole raft of yeah. uh, uh, you know, activities that will deliver on, mm -hmm. on those business objectives. So why should it be difficult for you to explain? Right. Right. Um, so they should set out their goals way earlier. Way earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Be very clear. And, and, and it's, not, it's not about doing a lot of things. It's about doing the things that count. Right, yeah. So what are those three, four things that you want to focus on in a particular year that will shift the dial? Yeah. It's not about doing 1,000 things yeah. that have zero impact. Sometimes we have like an, a list of to do and the more, <laughs> the more you, you keep writing down so, things, that is how productive I'll uh, be. So we, we, we typically will just narrow down to what I would call the key strategic tasks, yeah. which would typically not be more than five. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's time we could narrow down to three things that mm -hmm. we want to do. Which yeah. are? Um, one is really about making sure that um, we make it easy for a customer to join the bank. Yeah. So if someone wants a banking service, how do we make it as easy as possible? Yes. So one of the things we've done now is now launched online account opening. That's amazing. Proper all that account open the fast mm -hmm. in Uganda and actually within the group. And we will do other things. Mm -hmm. The other one is to just make sure that uh, as and when you're within the bank, mm -hmm. we make sure that when you want to transact or do anything with them uh, as a customer, yeah. again, it's seamless. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're rolling out all these digital tools, online yeah. account, I mean, online banking, yeah. the apps, mobile banking. Um, now we've now rolled out, we have more than one thousand agents, thirty yes. um, partners with yeah. the bank. Yeah. So again, you can do a lot of um, your banking yeah. without coming to the branch. Yeah. 
Then the third one is really about making sure that as a customer, we make you feel worthwhile. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's worthwhile being able to turn back. So that comes down to great service and just giving you a lot of value add that you may not get with another bank. I mean, you see what we do now with, as an example, if you're a standard customer, mm -hmm. you might get up to 20% discount on your ticket if you fly with Emirates, as an example. So a mere partnership with Serena and all mm -hmm. other nice uh, you know, uh, top-end restaurants. So one can sit back and say, well, I get more value with Stanley than any other bank. So for us, those are the three primary things, because we believe that's what really matters to a customer. So we focus on. Of course, underneath that, there are things we do, but if you're to sort of look at it in sort of three broad pillars, those are the three broad pillars. If you want to join the bank, it's easy. So as you know, there's a lot of paperwork. It takes weeks, no. Can you do it in a day? And just minutes, like Oh, minutes. Again, if you're in the bank, how do you make it as easy as possible for you to do whatever yeah. activity you're doing with the bank? And thirdly, let's make you feel special yeah. as a customer. It's really down to those three things. Yeah. And the campaign about the agent banking really resonated with us. Like there's that one when a lady was on a border and then she asked the border guy to take her to the next Sunday bank. And then the border guy's like, no, no, no. Only one bank where he been, then he dropped her off to the agent. Which, she was yeah. next door to her house. Yeah, she was next door to her house. <laughs> yeah. Tessa Advisory Services is a non-traditional consulting firm that supports entrepreneurs set up, grow, and scale sustainable businesses in Uganda. We will be releasing our first online business course workshop called the Business Transition Course in April 2020. This seven-week paid course gives entrepreneurs the tools to setting up the right foundation for their businesses. Sign up to be notified on our website today at www.teesa.co.ug. What about, um, what, what's key in establishing a marketing effectiveness culture? Yes, so to your point earlier, yes, first of all, just have to be clear mm -hmm about what it is you want to do, yeah. justify the budget. Mm -hmm. Once you have the budget, mm -hmm. it doesn't mean you will now go and splash the money. So it really now comes down to efficiency. Mm -hmm. And the efficiency comes through, in my view, mm -hmm. through having the right execution partners. Mm -hmm. As an example, the agencies we deal with we actually incentivize them for giving us delivering projects within or even below budget. Mm -hmm. uh, media houses, a lot of them we you know, we get up to almost 50% discounts on a lot of the bookings we do, and that comes down to having the right conversations, uh, making sure that, you know, we have, if, if necessary, sometimes we're in pain outlets. So we find many ways to bring up the cost of delivering campaigns down. Um, I recall that number is we used to, big as African company, we used to do campaigns um, led out of South Africa with South African production houses. Models. <laughs> models and everything, and it was costing us hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, and say, no, you know what, we, why don't you do it the other way around? <laughs> use local talent. Yes, we could just fly in a director from South Africa, mm -hmm. but use you know, local talent, local equipment, and, and we're able to cut that cost down to 300%. Um, it's the same model now we're applying at uh, Stanvik. We did a campaign to, uh, in 2018, and I think we delivered a TVC for uh, possibly $80,000. And the group could not believe that we could do such a TVC for $80,000 because they spent a minimum of half a billion dollars. So it's about having the right the partnerships, partnerships yeah. and, and bringing that down. Mm -hmm. Internally, 
Um, yes, I think that it comes down to leadership in terms of building the culture. So as a head of marketing, you just have to make that clear to your team mm -hmm. that whatever it is you're doing, just make sure that you're at any one time, you're giving value back to the, to the business. Yeah. Right? You're doing complaints within budget. Yeah. In the 15 years, I've never been able to, I've never been over budget even once. Yeah. Um, of course, yes, you're looking for good deals, but also you're very ruthless about how you track your budget. So you know that I worked yeah. with my IT team and we were very, yeah. we were tracking the number in terms of what we were spending every month. Mm -hmm. Uh, if not daily. So those disciplines still have to be in place. Nice. And even you, I feel like your character as a human being, you are always early <laughs> in the office. You are there before everyone else. Yes. And that, for me as a young person, just learning from the people that I worked with, that yeah. kept with me for a while. I'm and still I'm proud there. to be. I'm still one of the first guys in your office. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, that's why I went so early to your office and I'm like, hey. yeah. I know, I, he used to be an early person. That's too bad. Yeah. yeah. And there's no doubt that the digital experience that you're talking about is growing, priority for brands to improve capabilities. And the smart marketers just really realize how to grow their businesses. They need to invest in them, in particular, just mass reach and long-term media. So how does one manage the media landscape? There's yeah. so much to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but for me, I think, again, it comes down to your audience. Mm -hmm. uh, who do you want to talk to? And where are they? Mm -hmm. So depending on your audience, you will pick and choose what media mix to use. Yeah. I mean, in some cases, radio is still the most effective. You in know, Uganda. In Uganda, because that's what people are listening to. But again, from a smaller niche, mm -hmm. you might have to go big on social media, as an yeah. example, yeah. or newspaper. It just really depends. Mm -hmm. And again, whether it's a bank or FMCG, you yeah. might have different products or services that yeah. you want to push to different audiences. Mm -hmm. So as an example, if you're talking about your corporate investment banking customer in, in a bank, mm -hmm. how do you reach them? I mean, it might be in particular yeah. magazines, uh, because no. financial, you know, like, you know, sometimes you can advertise in Financial Times. Really? Yeah, because... I know, Stanley Bank is a big bank anyway. So you know, somebody asked, well, why in Financial Times? Yeah. It's actually because some of our, our, people read our, this our stuff. clients are global clients mm -hmm. and they read this stuff. But if I want to push a deal on a visa card, yeah. uh, if you went to, a, you know, to an event or a concert or a, a restaurant, mm -hmm. then I'll do a lot more on social media because, again, those are the guys who are looking for the deals and yeah. the lifestyle that we're trying to enable. So it, again, it just depends. Um, but nonetheless, like I said earlier, we have the right partners, yeah. i.e. Uh, a metropolitan, which is an agency. It's a fully-fledged agency that has all the way from sort of traditional media yeah. team all the way to social media, um, the digital side of it. Yes. And what the campaign we're doing, we look at the entire spectrum, mm -hmm. budget accordingly, make sure we're maximizing efficiencies across the different channels, mm -hmm. then we roll out. Yeah. So I think for me, if you're clear on your audience yeah. that you're trying to target, mm -hmm. then it's very clear. I'm also having the right partner. You should not have a problem. Yeah. Um, I know there's some companies that try to do it in house. It doesn't work yeah. unless you're a media expert. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work. You just you know have the right partners, pay them well, and they'll mm -hmm. give you the value. But in Uganda, I wouldn't say it's complex. Yeah. Yeah. The media landscape is still very straightforward. Bulk of it is on, <laughs> bulk of it is on radio, TV. TV. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I think social media some degree is a bit overrated. I've, I've seen companies that have cut budgets and say put more social media to the work. Yeah. Depends again. Yeah. If, that a lot of people are not on social media. That's true. 
So how do you reach them? Cool. So what advice would you sort of give a, a younger Daniel? I think for me, what I would simply say, the time is now. Okay. A lot of young people would want to, you know, you would imagine I have so many years yeah. ahead of me, you know, I can sort of just fluff around and worry about the big stuff later. Mm-hmm. I think if you, have, if you can, the time is now. The time is now to sit down, get married, have your kids. It's a joy to have them. Take that mortgage, get your apartment or house, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, buy that land, do it now. I wouldn't wait for thirty-five. Yes, that thing. Okay, how do I settle? No, I mean, if you can't, because these days uh, people are getting good jobs even at a younger age, yeah. right? Um, those days to be to get to X, we had to be like forty plus. Yeah. These days, you know, the expo members in big companies who are 35 yeah. or even young, people are getting great, good jobs, even younger, making good money. Yeah. Are they putting it to right use? I'm not too sure. Guys, um, yeah. So, for me, my advice would be do it now. Yeah. Don't wait for 10, 30 years later to now start worrying about the big stuff. Nice. So, what um, any people out there who are trying to get into marketing or just have any comms as their career, what do you advise them? To, do they, should they join some associations? Do they get a mentor? I mean, of course, different things work for different people. But for me, I think it's just being close to where the action is. Yeah. So, again, from the outside, I've had scenarios where from the outside, marketing looks fancy next time. Yeah, so the guys who are having the fun. <laughs> then you come into the team, then you're like, shoof, it's a lot of work. <laughs> and people don't expect that. And people don't expect that. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of work. Um, and some then walk away saying, you know, that's not for me. So I think for me, the first thing is just get to where the action is. Um, you can get an internship um, in a marketing office, say, a stand maker, as an example. Or an do agency. You, are, you, are you open to? Yeah, we do. We do. We do have. We do. We do a lot of internships. Oh, yeah. Um, we take. I think at the beginning of the year, we um, sort of media. We usually taking in interns for about a month, mm-hmm. just to get a feel of it. Um, and it doesn't have to be a stand. It could even be an agency. Just get in there. You don't even have to be paid. Yeah. Just come in every morning. You know, be in the room when you know people are cracking their heads to launch a new campaign and stuff like that. If you find it exciting, then you say, you know, how do I take this further? Um, yeah. But not that marketing is easy. Yeah. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, my advice would be first get closer to action. If you feel that's something for you, then you can pursue even further. Join an association, do your CIM reading you need to do. Yeah. About the reading, what, how do you enrich yourself? What resources do you feed on? <laughs> Uh, on the marketing side? Yeah, on the marketing side. I mean, right now it's really... I mean, you, there's some blogs you could reach, uh, could read. Uh, as a bank internally, we do have a lot of internal, I wouldn't call it training, but access to material. So we've subscribed to Harvard Business. And so, But again, for me, to be sustainably as a good marketer, it's not so much about how many blogs you've read and stuff like that. Yeah. I think for me it's about keeping ear to the ground mm-hmm. in terms of what's happening out there. I'm going to talk about mm-hmm. your market. Yeah. Because a lot of guys lose sight of that and then or, or once you, you sort of lose that sight of what your customer is thinking, what they're doing, what they want. Mm-hmm. You know, That's why we continue spending a lot of money on research, just to mm-hmm. keep tabs on what the customer is thinking, doing, mm-hmm. 
what they want. Because then that enables you to roll out the right campaigns and messaging. But at the core of it, I think for me, the basics of marketing remain the same. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> the basics of marketing remain the same. So it's not so much, I mean, I've interviewed several people, it comes with CIM and this, the masters, what? And you, you know, you ask the most basic questions, and they can't, because in their view, they have a sort of a linear textbook approach to marketing, and I think that's wrong. I think for me, it's just being passionate about yeah. the customer, yeah. what they want, and just making sure that at the one time you're giving them that. Uh, for me, I think that's really what keeps you ahead of the curve. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm, I really appreciate that you took the time off to meet with us. And um, you're with your strong leadership, I, I surely think your journey in steering the bank, Ashura, is going to be an amazing one. It's going to continue to be an amazing one. Thank you. I mean, my team and I did um, about a month ago. Yeah. We went to Moots mm -hmm. and we spent a whole morning with them. Yeah. Um, so we had a, about 300, and these are marketing majors, most yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, I just spent a whole morning with them and you know, just taking them through um, our experiences, yeah. uh, giving them a few tips on what to really focus on. And it was my entire team from the PR, the digital team. Yeah. So we spent time with them and they found it quite, quite valuable because a lot of what we spoke about was not necessarily stuff they picked up in class. Because mm -hmm. remember, they don't, in class you don't get the practical side of, of the marketing. So we're sharing with them our experiences from a practical standpoint rather than the textbook standpoint. Um, and that's something we, we sell ourselves continue to do because it was quite too glaring and obvious that these guys, some of them were even third years. Yeah. And if that's what we're taking to the market, it's going <laughs> to be, be competitive. Yeah, I mean, they, they need that practical exposure. Mm -hmm. So the internships are important. I wish you could take even more interns. Because yeah. I think to your point, I mean, you had that opportunity. Yeah. Once you get in, you, you start, your mind really opens up. Yes. Okay. You look at things very differently. Yeah. And I think for me, that's the opportunity the guys need. Yeah. We'll think about how we can do it at scale. Um, if there's a way we can do it at scale, we'll have to. Yeah. And you're welcome any other time to the bank. Sure. While different sectors and brands will undoubtedly have different priorities during the year, the 8020 podcast is your source of knowledge and insight into what's happening around you.